Hi, I'm Patrick, the goddamn DM. And I'm Tony, uh, the one-time DM. And we are at Phoenix Fan Fusion. We're here with Dice Tactics, a wonderful game that has helped us in the past. I'm taking the mask off because I can no longer see. <laughs> Introduce yourself, good sir. Uh, I'm Matthew Michelle, owner of GameWave Studios and creator of Dice Tactics. Not by myself, I have a wonderful team and I have some awesome guys out here with me that have helped us work on the game, do the art, and I bring a team member out to pretty much every conference we do. So, And with Dice Tactics, it's got a real like tabletop feel to it. I know that I've been playing the first chapter of it that's out right now, and it's got your adventure ties, it's got like DC, so as the DM I'm really happy about that. Yeah. It's got dice roll mechanics. You want to explain a little bit about what, you, what it is? Yeah, overall? so here's the, here's the thing. Dice Tactics is an RPG game that heavily uses dice mechanics and real dice physics engine to give that tabletop-like experience. Yeah. And it's really interesting because when we first started the game, it was just a really simple kind of prototype at Phoenix Fan Fest uh, many years ago, a couple of years ago. And uh, people started saying that they liked the dice. And then when we moved to our next conference, we made Dice Tactics, which is solely about the dice. People started saying, hey, it's got that tabletop feel. And we just kind of like took that and we controlled that. And we said, you know what? We want to make this really unique, really new tabletop-like experience for people that can kind of fill that itch of tabletop gaming. Me personally, I love tabletop gaming. I've only got to really do it once, but I really like board games as well and RPGs. And I didn't really see a whole lot on the market that, that kind of felt that filled that niche. Yeah, especially on the kind of mobile and on the gaming market like that. But I like how you guys give a nice feel, and it's a, it's a mobile-friendly game. Like, it, that's my one of my favorite things about it. It is very mobile-friendly. And actually, uh, since we got funding for Chapter 2, uh, we're bringing it to PC, and there's a lot of people asking for a Switch version. So, Ooh. Nintendo, if you're out there and you hear us, uh, we would love to get that Switch kit, and we're, we're, we're coming for you guys. Let them help you switch it up. <laughs> I love puns. <laughs> Since we're a D and D podcast, what's your what's one of your favorite things about tabletop gaming? Okay, I love role playing. So Amber Skies made these cosplays for us, and we got Tony and Patrick here wearing the Demon King helm and the uh, Necro, uh, also named Fern. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I really love the role playing aspect of stuff. Uh, and that's my favorite part of it. Honestly, uh, some of the mechanics in D&D specifically can be a little bit confusing to me, and I can be kind of a frustrating player because I'm a little bit of a noob, and the DM's always like, that's a D20 and add your charisma. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So I, I do love, that's my favorite part of it, and that's what I enjoy the most. That, that's why you need a DM like me, because I just look at you, I go, five, add five. I've done the I'm math already. Do you have uh, any questions for us as like a D&D? I, I know nothing about game design, yeah. but I know a crap load about D&D. Anything I can help you with? Yeah, actually, I do have a question. It does have to do the role playing. I'm a fairly creative person, and when I found out in D&D the world was mine to be whoever I wanted to be and whatever character I wanted to be, I was like, yes, that's awesome. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, I'm playing still kind of myself. How do I take somebody that's not me because I always want to play as somebody who's not me like I'm you know kind of a charismatic fun loving kind of person but if I'm I've not noticed a... I've not noticed at all <laughs> but if I want to play a barbarian that's evil and angry and mad all the time how do I stay in character how do I make sure that I'm always thinking that like barbarian way of life Nice. Tony, you want to take this one first? Yes, I will. So um, let me, my arm's getting tired. Okay. Uh, so what I did, because I recently just switched from uh, a character who essentially was me, Murmur, yeah. from season one and season two of Almost Heroic, uh, and then uh, in season three I'm playing a completely different character, yeah. and, uh, and I feel like 
the thing that really got me into this character, because personality-wise we are completely different, is the voice. Yeah. So I had to think of a different voice, and actually technically two different voices, but shh, spoilers for season three. Um, and I feel like that's what really, because now not only can I, ha not only do I have that like dissonance yeah. uh, between me and the character, yeah. but um, it's also easier for the people who are listening who are, or who that you're playing with even, yeah. to know when are you speaking and when is your character speaking. Yeah. So it helps with your own personal like insight into the whole thing, but it also helps the table. And if you happen to do a professional podcast like we do, it helps with the listeners as well. So yeah. uh, I would highly recommend thinking up a voice of some kind yeah um and then you know even if you talk to like film actors and stuff they say like everybody has their own method right yeah. but yeah. a lot of uh, actors and stuff they they always do something one specific item that that they know that that character would do yeah and that's how they start building the like character like or something yes yeah, something very small detailed uh and that's how they get into the character that's their tether to the personality so mine was voice, but that's because it's an audio podcast. But whatever type of mannerism or tick, yeah, hone in on that, and you can grow the character from there. Oh. Yeah. And then from my perspective, I'm a big TV and movie buff, yeah. so I just use the formula of take your two favorite things that kind of fit in that area, blend them together. Okay. I currently play uh, Glitchered Steel on Vinyl City PD, and all I did was, what if Wolf from Future Man... <laughs> <laughs> Yep, <laughs> was all, was the tick. <laughs> and if you watch the show, that's literally what it is. It's just oh a gruff-voiced man of like, I'm here for justice and justice alone. <laughs> just like, and that's just the easiest way. I just do a formula. Like, what if this person was this person? You know, yeah. what if Josh Brolin played an eight-year-old child? And it's like, there you go. That's a character right there. <laughs> that's awesome. So super easy formula, especially as a DM. It helps me a lot because it's like, you have a, and I just ad-lib it up, a drunk young dwarf. <laughs> there you go. It's just ad-libs. Who kind of looks a little like Kurt Russell. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, can we get your plugs? What, where, where, you, where can we find you at? What can we do? Yeah, so we have about eight more days left. Uh, you can find us at fun.gws.io. That's our Kickstarter, F-U-N-D.gws.io. Uh, so please help us get to 7,500 so we can get Chapter 4 there. Uh, you can find Dice Tactics on the iOS and Android store. Chapter 1 is free and out and offers one to two hours of gameplay. And, you know, you can always see us at cons. We do cons all the time. Come up, chat with us, talk to us. I can guarantee you what you saw last year is going to be different this year. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate your time today. Welcome to the mid-roll. I'm Patrick. And I'm Tony. And I need to get into character for this mid-roll because this time I'm advertising VCPD. Uh-oh, here comes Glitchard. VCPD is a retroverse adventure brought to you by the team of Fantasy Banjo where I play Glitchard Steel, Lich Cop of the Future and Beyond. Today's menu, Justice. <laughs> Why do we have a menu at a police station? I don't know. It's served with a nice cold plate of orange chicken O'Brien. <laughs> You can check this out every Tuesday on twitch.tv slash fantasy banjo and see me and my co-host Whitney, who plays Laura Nightfall, as we kick butt and take names as police officers in Robert's wonderful DM game. Check it. Check check it out. Hey, Glitchard, question for you. Answer for you. How do you feel about justice? I love it. How do you feel about mid-rolls? I'm partial to them, but not very impressed. Well, it's okay. This one's over.
Hi, this is Patrick from Ask the Goddamn DM. This is Tony. And we have joining us... Becca from the Dice Girls. Hi! Hi! How are you doing today? Hi. I'm, thank you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm fantastic, having a wonderful time at Phoenix Fan Fusion. Oh man, it's been a blast so far meeting great people like you and others that we have videos of on the channel. Uh, so Dice Girls is one of our Arizona podcasts competing with Almost Heroic, but we're all a big family here. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And so what what would you say was one of the main draws of Dice Girls? Um, so the like the pitch that I tell everybody when they ask about the Dice Girls, we are four women who have never played Dungeons and Dragons before and we are getting together to play it for the very first time. It really brings back that nostalgia feel because it's like, you know, everyone's had that first time of like, all right, cool, I rolled the dice in. What do I do? <laughs> Tony. What's a modifier? Yeah. Yeah, that's, have you, that's basically our whole first, like, ten nice. episodes. <laughs> so clearly you're the most experienced DM here, right? Oh, obviously. I know exactly what I'm doing. I can quote the player's handbook from beginning to end. She can, she can DM you under the table. Being a uh, first-time D&D uh, kind of table, you have audio experience, though, because your podcast sounds amazing. It does. It sounds Thank really you. good. Way better than ours. Yes. <laughs> Way better than our start. Maybe, yeah, maybe seriously. Maybe now. We had, a, we had a rough first couple of episodes where we were literally recording with my laptop's Oh, nice. Like, the built-in <laughs> microphone on my laptop. <laughs> good so, stuff. Good this stuff. is yeah. a question that I like to ask people. What do you feel your IRL D&D class is? Oh, I'm definitely a bard. Definitely 100%. A bard. Yeah, don't even have to think about it. <laughs> I burst out into song like 17 times. I went to a Disney sing-along today. Yeah, that's where we met, met over there. <laughs> by my, There were like families with children and like couples. And, like, like, I'm, I'm here just, for the music. I'm just here for the singing, okay? <laughs> Who are you here with? No one. No, Akuna Matata. I'm here with Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that's here with my, magic. They're my entourage. I say, don't, uh, Tony, Tony, I feel like you are a bard as well. I'm absolutely, but there's a reason why I picked a bard for the first two seasons of Almost Heroic. Nice. It's because, it, you know, I, I didn't play a whole lot of D&D before we're doing the podcast, so I picked something that I could relate to, you know? Yeah. You write what you know, you yeah. know? You yeah. write what you know. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, yeah. I'm clearly a fighter, you know, high athletic scores. Oh, yeah. Build, like, you know. <laughs> I would have guessed that. No, I've always, I always, I've always felt like a wizard. I'm a word wizard. A word oh, wizard. Yeah, which like is kind of like a sneaky way of saying bard. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we all can't be bards here. So, is there anything as a newer D and D player that you feel like you need help with? <sighs> Can I ask, as a newer DM? Yes. How do you organize all of your notes and your like plans and your like? I am so scattered. I have notes in like seventeen different documents, and they're all over the place. Some of them are online, and some of them are like help me organize <laughs> how do you how do you organize your campaigns and your plans so as the experienced dm and i'll let you answer you're just looking at me because you don't organize i don't know I, I don't know how to answer this okay. question it's all right yeah so as uh, a dm what i do is i usually make web charts and that's like my easiest thing to go to and there's different programs you can use online that escape me at the moment i do it all on pen and paper but i do pretty much big story webs and I write it kind of CYOA, like choose your own adventure. Yeah. And so that way it's like, oh, I know like if they take this route, I can do this. And I kind of build encounters around it. And I just keep that in a big old Word doc. And I just, every now and then I put a little bookmark tab on it. Like these guys know I bust out my laptop for the show. Yeah. Often. Yeah. Often. Um, I don't organize things. 
So like your pl- your player notes and stuff like that. Like I don't take notes. Okay. No, there's a, okay. I I told you why I picked a bard. Okay. Yeah, now let me true. tell you why I picked an alcoholic. Because <laughs> from experience, I've learned that alcoholics don't have great memories. Okay. So I don't need to write anything down. That's fair. Because my character never remembers things. I like that. And there's a narrative reason for it. It's like method acting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's also called lazy. (laughs) Fair. Totally Uh, fair. Pat's the organized one, which is why he's the DM. I mean, I think of the three, I'm the most organized. I want to call myself organized. (laughs) The most organized, comparatively. I want to say, like, you know, like... Nope. Lost an out. Yeah. So your brain's not very organized. Nope. He forgot it, to write the analogy down. This make is a story web. This is this is the maelstrom up here. <laughs> That's how you say that word, right? No, it's not. No. Perfect. Maelstrom. <laughs> word wizard, was it? Yes, yep. word wizard. <laughs> Sorry, that was so mean. <laughs> no, perfect. It's perfect. It works. You'll, you'll have fit you, right I, in. Have you met us? Have you? Yeah. Have you met I have us? now. Yeah, yes. yeah. We're not nice to each other. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh, hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. We got some, we got some music. Yeah, do that. I'm going to be... He parts right behind. <laughs> we don't need good audio. We don't need good audio. It's we, fine. We have a soundtrack. Uh, you know, let's, let, let's just end it on this. Let's just... Let's yeah. just let's on a hat. Like, yeah. We're all... Hey. We're bards here. We can just... Thank you, Star Lord. Uh, that music's brought to you by whoever sang that song. I'm not recognizing it right away. <laughs> uh, don't sue us. <laughs> yeah, please, please. Or if you are going to sue us, you can sue us at the following web address: thedicegirlspodcast.com. You heard it there, folks. <laughs> She's taking the legal heat off of us. Yeah, thank you. No. Yeah, team, team player, team player. Anytime, anytime. All right. Well, hey, thank you for joining us and catch us around. Catch them. Catch them. They're really good. Thank you. And then if you have extra time, you can check out our stuff. Definitely we, do yeah, that. Yeah. Like do that to, first. Do, do that second. Right. No, first. Do that third. Watch Critical Role and then... <laughs> Oh, like like and do then dice girls and then critical role, later. right? And then, then then three days later, once you catch up with their one session, catch up. <laughs> <laughs>